Legacy Podcast, Arthritis. Of all the chronic degenerative diseases that society must deal with, arthritis is one of the most common. Arthritis uh, is in many different forms. Uh, There's genetic forms, there's autoimmune forms, but for the most part, what we call common osteoinflammatory arthritis makes up about 90% of the cases. There is overwhelming evidence to show that arthritis is a simple yet complex breakdown of the internal biochemistry of the body, which can not only be improved but actually reversed in many cases. Since all arthritis involves some form of inflammatory response, the first line of approach should be aiding the body in reducing excess inflammation. This then would automatically reduce pain and eventually help to protect the joint and connective tissue from further damage. Secondly, as with all chronic disease processes, it is important to look at the cause of the chemical changes within the arthritis sufferer, not merely the chemical changes themselves. This reveals to us that at least the most common form of arthritis have their roots in an imbalance of the body's acid-alkaline balance, as well as a gross deficiency of several essential nutrients, especially calcium. If we're going to design a program for the prevention and uh, hopefully the better management of arthritis, if it's to be truly successful, it must include factors for those who already suffer from moderate to advanced forms of arthritis pain. And these issues would include a, uh, uh, addressing uh, the relief from pain as well as factors that can help the, re- the body to rebuild damaged cartilage and connective tissues. These are often lost uh, through perhaps years of the disease process. First of all, what is arthritis? The funny thing is, when we uh, uh, look at common osteoinflammatory arthritis and we look to medicine, um, they're not sure what it is. Medically, there are no known specific causes for osteoinflammatory arthritis, yet it just develops. It's not even a specific disease, but rather a generic term for a group of these conditions likely having individual or multiple causes. The word arthritis comes, by the way, from the Greek word, which means joint. We have uh, come to interpret the word as meaning inflammation of the joints. Some researchers and even healthcare practitioners would like us to believe that these conditions are caused by a latent virus and bacteria in the body past infections, rotten teeth, and many other remotely connected factors. While these conditions may be linked to a few isolated characters, uh, cases of arthritic-like conditions, they can't really account for the vast multitude uh, of them. And what we have found in our research uh, is that not only uh, is it an inflammatory problem, but it is a toxicity problem. Years ago, at a research center, we took many moderate to advanced arthritic patients, and we did nothing more than detoxify them. 
We detoxified them at the cellular level, at the organ level, at the systemic level, and within four weeks, we were able to achieve a reduction of pain in these individuals by 50 to 60 percent. Furthermore, increased mobility because of the lack of inflammation also increased and increased significantly. So we know that uh, at least common osteoarthritis is seems to be linked at least to uh, excess toxins in the body as well as inflammation. Now keep in mind that those two are often linked because excess inflammation can be caused by hypertoxicity within the soft tissues of the body. All right, so let's carry that one step further. While the cause of arthritis can vary from one individual to another, we know it can be hereditary or genetic. Uh, there is now been identified what we call the arthritis gene, uh, and it can greatly increase an individual's risk for developing an arthritic condition. But synovial fluid, uh, is the lubricating agent of your joints. And as synovial membrane of the joint tissue becomes repeatedly inflamed, the blood supply increases. When blood cells proliferate at these sites, indicating the presence of some form of infection. This tells us that we are on the road to an arthritic condition. This increase in cellular activity causes the surrounding tissues and the joints to swell. The swelling pushes the bone joints further apart, creating a larger and larger space. As that space increases, the risk for further infection and subsequent inflammation occurs. It is now believed that the acute inflammation and pain experienced by most arthritics is due to damage caused by the proliferation of little bugs, little cells we call free radicals. In thinking about this process, we have described it. Uh, uh, keep in mind that many free radicals can be eliminated or neutralized through the use of a variety of antioxidants, but that's a discussion uh, for a, a later uh period in our, in our program. There are many substances that can increase inflammation, and these not only include environmental toxins, they include chemical pollutants, and they include many of our foods uh, that we routinely eat. Many of the standard American diet convenience slash junk foods are very high in pro-inflammatory agents. One of the most common is the uh, fatty acid omega-6. There are three main fatty acids. There are, of course, others, but they are three, six, and nine. Uh, three and nine are anti-inflammatory, but six, ah, six is pro-inflammatory. And unfortunately, 
Many of the convenience foods that we buy prepackaged are very high in omega-6 fatty acids. So they are actually increasing and contributing to inflammation in your body with every bite. Now, isn't that a pleasant thought? One of the most uh, common ways uh, that people begin to address uh, stiff, achy joints, maybe even before it becomes specifically arthritis, is through over-the-counter medications. Things like aspirin and other NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, and they're most often available uh, without a prescription, and they include things like Advil, Motrin, aspirin, uh, Excedrin, etc. Um, and these work quite well, uh, at least in the early stages of inflammation and joint damage. However, they are not without their side effects. And since we know that all drug therapy, uh, the side effects, I should say, from drug therapy are dose-specific, what that means is the more you take of something, the greater the risk of the side effects and the greater the side effects themselves. So if you take a couple of these over-the-counter painkillers, um, you know, once or twice a week, even once a day, uh, you're probably not going to run into a whole lot of problem. But if you have to begin to rely on them several times a day uh, at maximum recommended dosage, over time, uh, they can interfere with bodily functions, even at the chemical level. And some of the classic side effects of these over-the-counter NSAIDs include nausea, cramps, indigestion, diarrhea, uh, headaches, nervousness, anxiety, ulcers and stomach bleeding, and a decreased ability for the body to heal from wounds and other irritation. We also get concerned about kidney problems, and we also get concerned about blood pressure when it uh, comes to these NSAID preparations. Well, obviously, if someone is in pain, they're going to want to do something about this, uh, and so oftentimes they're back off visiting their physician, and the physician then considers prescribing a, a, a prescription painkiller, and uh, it, of course, works much more effectively because it is much more uh, aggressive. And over time, well, the side effects that people experience from over-the-counter painkillers, uh, they begin to experience in much greater detail uh, and a much greater degree with the prescription varieties. And once you reach the point where the prescription anti-inflammatories are not necessarily bringing you relief, then we move to the big gun painkillers, as I like to call them. <clears throat> uh, many of these are now classified as narcotics, and they are highly controlled substances. And uh, the side effects of the previous medications uh, are dwarfed by comparison to what can occur with these. So after all is said and done with these um, various medications, the final method of treatment, of course, for arthritis 
is always surgery. Joint replacement has become such a big deal that many hospitals rely upon this type of surgery uh, to pay their bills. The problems with surgery are numerous, obviously, and always somewhat risky. The pain, the recovery time, the side effects, and the cost certainly must always be considered. Worse yet, just because you have one joint replaced doesn't mean you are out of the water because arthritis is a systemic condition. It just doesn't affect one joint or two joints. It may start there, but the story doesn't end there because arthritis is a biochemical condition in its origin. And unless you begin to change that chemistry, arthritis will continue to develop in one joint after another. However, we believe that through proper nutrition, diet, detoxification, and so forth, many arthritic conditions, uh, certainly even the moderate ones, can be successfully improved, managed, and in some cases even reversed. When we consider the approach to helping the body heal itself from arthritic conditions, the first thing we must consider is eliminating unwanted toxins. Excess toxic buildup occurs in every chronic disease process, um, everyone, uh, diabetes, heart disease, etc., etc. Uh, but I can think of no other condition where uh, this problem plays a more direct role in the actual disease than in the case of virtually all types of arthritis. In fact, it has been said by many that arthritis is a disease of toxicity. Because of the direct role and the significant role that excess toxins play in this process, we believe that addressing detoxification at several levels is beneficial and needed. Here at our research institute, we use a combination of herbal extracts and other nutrients combined to help detoxify the organs of elimination within the body. Those include the liver, the kidneys, the bowel, the bladder, and of course the colon. And by the use of this combination, together with a highly restricted fasting program, uh, tremendous amounts of detoxification and subsequent improvement in flexibility and in a reduction of pain can often be realized. We use this specified specific herbal combination that we ourselves develop and we have used it on hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people over the years with great results. And we also use it in combination with a 10-day fast. And that fast basically uh, starts you out with nothing more than lemon water and every day increases you uh, by adding other food groups. But the idea is to temporarily alkalize the digestive system. And we do that by eliminating, uh, for a very short period of time, uh, acid-forming foods. Now, I know that everybody's going to say, hey, I heard about 
alkalizing the body with alkaline water and alkaline this and alkaline foods, etc., etc. Yes, you can alkalize the digestive system. You can alkalize the organs of elimination. You cannot alkalize the body. To do so would produce a situation called metabolic alkalosis, which is fatal in many cases and also almost impossible to achieve, fortunately. The body has what we call acid alkaline buffers. And when we consume highly alkaline diet, over time, the body will balance that internally. Conversely, the same thing happens when we consume a diet of proteins and also uh, of grains, because they tend to be acid forming, but again, the chances of you developing metabolic acidosis, unless you have an underlying health condition, is almost impossible because the body has uh, built in many, many ways of addressing the pH balance of the body. The fasting program is uh, uh, available through our research institute, and you can contact us uh, at uh, healthyinformation.com and request a copy uh, of our 10-day uh, program. Now we begin to look at some specific nutritional support for managing uh, the arthritic condition. First of all, essential fatty acids. Now, the group of essential fatty acids, uh, we first began to realize their benefit uh, with regard to heart disease uh, because uh, they play a very positive role in cardiovascular health. Since then, fatty acids have been uh, or have continued to show uh, their benefit in a whole host of different chronic conditions. And back as far as 1985, uh, a clinical article appeared in the journal Clinical Research, and it reported that these essential fatty acids significantly improved rheumatoid arthritis in many patients. And that it was fabulous news because up till that point, there wasn't a whole lot that could be done for the rheumatoid arthritis patient because it is an immunosuppressant or immune-induced uh, uh, disorder wherein your own immune system attacks your joint and connective tissues. Prostaglandins are things that form in the body primarily from various foods, and they are very pro-inflammatory. And that's not a good idea. And the biggest source of prostaglandins are vegetable oils in our diet. And when I speak of vegetable oils, I'm talking specifically about polyunsaturated vegetable oils. Those include safflower oil, corn oil, uh, flax oil, uh, etc. And once these oils become oxidized, they get exposed to the air, uh, they become quickly, quickly rancid. And rancid oils produce tremendous amounts of free radicals, which then... Uh, help to produce prostaglandins. So for this reason, it's very important that you choose carefully 
the types of fats uh, in your diet. Uh, we highly recommend uh, either saturated fats, which would include animal fats uh, and palm kernel oil, or monounsaturated fats, the two best of which are olive oil and for cooking, um, avocado oil, <laughs> because avocado oil will sustain uh, its integrity at very high heat temperatures. So step one uh, is to uh, choose your fats in your diet very, very carefully. And the same goes true with a fatty acid supplement. Um, we highly recommend if you're taking a fatty acid supplement to do so either in a hermetically sealed capsule or if it's in liquid form to keep it refrigerated. Now there are several things called antioxidant nutrients that can help to protect the fatty acids, the omega fatty acids, uh, from becoming oxidized and forming free radicals. Those include vitamin A, vitamin C, selenium, uh, and zinc. So in a multivitamin, if you have all of those other nutrients plus fatty acids, those fatty acids are usually quite safe and quite stable. Let's move along to some of the other nutrients that have been identified within uh, the spectrum of inflammation. First of all, calcium and magnesium. Arthritis is caused in part by a long-term calcium deficiency, which creates air spaces between the joints. Those air spaces then are filled with synovial fluid, and we're on the roller coaster ride to chronic joint inflammation. The problem with calcium is that it is very difficult to metabolize. It is very difficult to absorb because most calcium supplements, at least, and even calcium in the diet, is in a highly alkaline form. And in order for your body chemically to utilize calcium, it must be in an acidic form. And therein oftentimes lies the problem. Uh, malabsorption of calcium can occur either because you're taking an, a highly alkaline supplement like calcium carbonate or coral calcium or other rock source calcium or because your body no longer can produce adequate gastric acid to acidify the calcium once um, you've ingested it. Well, one of the biggest ways to solve that problem is through a process called chelation. We can chelate, that term means to bind together. We can chelate calcium with acids, um, citric acid, malic acid, amino acids, etc. This alone creates a tremendous increase in the absorbability of calcium, and other minerals. So, like I've often said, not all calcium supplements are the same. So, be sure you're looking for a highly absorbable chelated calcium when you supplement. The next ingredient, or the next nutrient, is copper. Now, copper is an essential cofactor in the absorption of calcium, so copper should be present when you take the calcium. Um, it has long been associated with the relief of stiff and aching conditions. Um, I think you may know some people 
Uh, I think it's slightly fallen out of favor now uh, because things just do that. Uh, but for a long time, people used to wear copper bracelets. And they did so because a certain degree of the copper ions from that bracelet could absorb through the skin. And those individuals swore that wearing that copper bracelet actually helped to relieve their arthritis, pain, and inflammation. Uh, organic source copper, uh, which comes from plant sources, is far more absorbable, and uh, we often consider using it along with other chelates in a multifaceted approach for mineralization of the body. The next uh, player in the game is vitamin B6. Vitamin B6 is called the universal transport vitamin because everything, uh, other, every other nutrient in the body uh, requires vitamin B6 uh, to carry it uh, to the various places in the body where it is required. Vitamin B6 plays a direct role in reducing pain from inflammation as well as preventing uh, nighttime cramps frequently suffered by arthritis patients. Many, many years ago, there was a pioneering book called The Doctor Who Looked at Hands. And if you Google that, you can uh, probably still find it uh, in maybe even in an ebook form. Uh, but that book emphasized the importance of vitamin B6 as a role in many chronic conditions, including arthritic inflammation. The next one is another B vitamin called pantothenic acid. And it has been shown to relieve the symptoms of osteo and rheumatoid arthritis when taken in adequate amounts. Now, when we start talking about these individual nutrients, we need to stress the fact that it's not a good idea to always what we call fragment nutrition. It's important to take these nutrients in high enough quantity, but you should be do, doing so in addition to taking a full spectrum multivitamin mineral formula, which will then help to keep the body in balance. When you take excessive amounts of certain nutrients, such as B6 or pantothenic acid, which we just talked about, it can cause a deficiency of other members of the B complex family but you can easily avoid this by simply taking a good multivitamin mineral formula uh, every day. When you do that, you can then add these specific key nutrients in higher amounts without concern or worry about imbalancing the chemistry. The next nutrient I want to talk about, uh, there are many antioxidants, and antioxidants generally serve the same basic purpose. They prevent oxidation and free radical activity in the body. But one that I wanted to specifically talk about uh, is quercetin. It's a powerful uh, antioxidant that helps to inhibit the pathway of arachidonic acid. And this is responsible for some of the most powerful inflammatory chemicals found in the human body. So while all antioxidants are beneficial, quercetin has shown to be uh, very, very beneficial. And further, this antioxidant inhibits the release of histamines, which can exacerbate inflammatory conditions 
such as arthritis. Now we move along to some nutrients that can be classified as structure building. Those include glucosamine sulfate and chondroitin sulfate. In order for cartilage to maintain its integrity and not break down, um, it needs adequate amounts of water. Uh, in addition to that, it needs the basic building blocks to continue to build cartilage collagen. One of the primary ingredients that provides those raw materials is a substance called glucosamine sulfate. And it not only helps to rebuild damaged and deficient cartilage, uh, but it can also help uh, in an antioxidant sort of way to protect the existing cartilage uh, that you still have. Chondroitin sulfate, again, uh, is the uh, building block of joint and connective tissue, but primarily, uh, again, of uh, cartilage. If you remember back to one of Granny's old recipes or remedies, she often said if you ate gelatin, whether it was a gelatin dessert or whether you mixed uh, plain gelatin in fruit juice and warm and drank it down, uh, it would help you if you suffered from stiff, achy joints. Well, it worked because gelatin it contains a substance called chondroitin sulfate. And... Uh, they work together, chondroitin and glucosamine sulfate, uh, to help protect and to restore uh, the integrity of joint and connective tissue. The next thing I want to talk about is MSM, methyl sulfonyl methane. Again, another very powerful antioxidant and natural anti-inflammatory. MSM is effective in the management of a lot of different health conditions or challenges simply because of its antioxidant properties. But when it comes to arthritis, it is important due to the fact that it relieves both pain and inflammation. MSM has been shown clinically uh, to benefit athletes in relieving stress-induced connective tissue injuries and other clinical studies have repeatedly shown that megadoses of MSM are more effective in relieving pain than many of the uh, uh, classic over-the-counter uh, painkillers or anti-inflammatories. Uh, it is uh, becoming increasingly uh, useful. It is becoming increasingly widespread accepted uh, because of the benefit that uh, athletes at every level of performance have experienced and if it benefits uh, the bodies of athletes who put themselves through a lot more than most of us do uh, it can certainly likely help us as well so when you begin to put all of these nutrients together and you begin to address uh, controlling dietary intake of pro-inflammatory conditions you begin to see a picture here. It is not something that is uh, isolated. It's not a single uh, process. It is not a single bullet. 
It is a combination of factors that when changed and improved and added to uh, can produce phenomenal results and have produced them uh, in many, many cases. So let's sum up our discussion. First of all, we talked about the benefits of detoxification and cleansing. And uh, some of the things that we use in our herbal de uh, cleansing or detoxification program would include Cascara Sagrada, Bentonite, Celery, Irish Moss, Senna Leaf, Bromelain, uh, Ginger Root, and of course Psyllium Husk for uh, fiber. Then I cannot stress too much the importance of full-spectrum nutrition. That is uh, a multivitamin mineral formula that provides at least the basic 100 nutrients that your body needs on a daily basis. Then we can add safely and oftentimes very, very effectively, we can add specific nutrients, uh, many of which we talked about today, including vitamin B6, niacin, zinc, pantothenic acid, MSM, uh, glucosamine and chondroitin sulfate, uh, and so forth. And once we get to that point, we have a tremendously higher chance of benefiting the person who's already suffering from inflammatory situations. That's our program, and we didn't leave anything out. While some of what uh, we have shared with you today might be familiar, other things perhaps are not. Nonetheless, when combined together properly, it works. We have literally hundreds of case histories of people who have benefited immensely from this exact program, and you can be one of them as well. But like anything in life, you must follow it faithfully and regularly. You can't take your supplements and you can't improve your diet only when you're in the mood or only when you remember. It just doesn't work that way. Arthritis is a chronic degenerative condition. That means once it begins, and once you are predisposed for it, it means you will have the tendency towards it for life. That in turn means that you'll have to take care of yourself for the rest of your life. And there's no time like right now. Just think, if you had known about this information years ago, perhaps you wouldn't even be uh, suffering from any form of arthritis at all today. Only you can make the difference by deciding to do something proactive to help reverse the chemistry, the internal chemistry of your body that has caused this situation in the first place. This is Dr. Whiting.